Podcast reviewing games for the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the elegant Poopsmith of this episode, Andrew. With me, the delightful little Fluffy. Hello. And of course, the Petite Tulip. Hey guys. And this week, we had to do an easier game because we had a busy week, so we picked The Artful Escape by Beethoven and Dinosaur. The Artful Escape is a 2D side scroller walking simulator music adventure it's essentially a a kind of walking simulator space opera where you are playing this young musician who is stuck in a small colorado town who is just trying to find his self-identity going around liz this is a gamer passer (laughs) you picking you first oh geez i told andrew i'm nervous about this episode because there's one other game that we played that i had the same reaction to where it just left a bad taste in my mouth you know and um we get we get um Listeners from different countries. I don't know if that saying is going to translate, but um, no, the, like, I hated the story. Remember, it's the game that shall not be named. <laughs> Me and Keith went at it, but I, I didn't like the story. I, I disliked the characters even more. And I think I don't like the messages that came out of this game, especially because it feels like it's more targeted for like a preteen, young teen kind of age group. Um, it's just a hard pass for me. Ooh, a hard and pass. And I did finish it, by the way. I did complete the game, but I just... <laughs> uh, Man, have we ever given a hard pass? <laughs> I, I think this might be Liz's first hard pass of all time. Except for... Yeah. And except for... I think, Ashen, maybe? I was going to say Ashen. The only exception is we weren't doing game and pass at that point, so there was yeah. no oh. hard pass to exist. But that would have been one. You are... I think you're right on that. So I'm not I'm not in Liz's camp on this one. However, I'm not actually disagreeing with you this week. Overall, <laughs> this game is largely a pass for me. It's a miracle. It was <laughs> functionally it played well. It wasn't bad in any ways. It just did nothing for me and I I I just I was kind of bored by it. It and honestly, it kind of just it reminded me of Wander Song but less fun. Like I, I, I had so much fun playing that game, and this felt like it was trying to do a lot of the same things in some ways, and just did them worse, except for graphics. I guess we'll talk about that. So for me, I'm, uh, I'm giving it like an okay. <laughs> That's kind of where uh, I'm think, at. I just because I, I, I don't hate it. A game. I think I think I enjoyed this more than Carry On. So for me, I, I'm going to give it a game. There's, there's definitely things I think could have been better with the Arful Escape. But there's a couple things that I think the game does a fantastic job with. Uh, specifically, I think the art style and the music. But besides that, yeah, I, I think the story was a little bit, you know, left me wanting a little bit more. And the gameplay definitely want, left me wanting a lot more. I have a question. So, in a, in a Perna? Is that what it is? Anna Perna Studios, yes. We played something by them, didn't we? Oh, we played quite a bit of things from them. Like what? I don't remember. I don't remember. They did. Jeez. Oh, well, they did Ashen. They did Ashen. <laughs> um, 12 Minutes, I'm pretty sure they published. Uh, they did The Outer Wilds, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so this this is not... These are not games that I... So Annapurna Studios also does movies is a big thing. So they're also mainly a, a movie studio. So yes, if you're getting a game from Annapurna Studios, it's generally something very unique, generally kind of story heavy and more creative. Okay. I wouldn't really call this unique, but Oh, I'm already getting sassy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, we aren't even five minutes. Okay. In. Okay. It's okay, be, Liz, you got uh, this. You got this. Gotta okay. be a good one. Well no, cause cause we're starting with story and this is <laughs> this is where you no. really So starting off with the story, like I said, so you are playing this character, Francis Vincetti. There we go. I remember it was Vendetti kind of isn't it? Italian. Vendetti, something like that. Vincetti, Vendetti. I don't something know. Something kind of Italian. But you dumb, are dumb the McGee. nephew. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> I like that. I'll make it simple. I'll call him Dumb Dumb McGee for Keith here. Thanks. So you play Dumb Dumb McGee here, and you... <laughs> no, that just seems harsh. But you are the nephew of a infamous folk singer of Nathan, I think his name was. I already forget your uncle's name. But you are the nephew of this um, known as, the, you know, the prodigal 
folk singer. He had this album called The Pines that has sold, you know, millions of copies throughout the world. And he came from this Colorado town that you live in. And so as the nephew, everyone expects you to be a folk singer and to basically follow in your uncle's footsteps. And yeah, because you sing talent. like him and dress like him and act like him. And then you're all upset because people want you to sing like that at a concert because you've already been doing it and you really want the attention and the fame because that's what your uncle had. But then last minute you're like, no, man, I'm the best in the universe. I need you to do something else. And it's just like, like it, for me, like I think it's crazy too that this game has so many actors, like like big name actors in it, right? And it's like this is like entertainment industry nepotism where it's like you're just, you feel cursed, but it's like sing under a different name. If you don't want to be attached to that name, do what you want. And he says he looks like him. Stop dressing like him. Change your hair. Use a, use a stage name. Like for me, it's just like you're, you have that opportunity that most people don't have. You have one foot in the door and you're still going to complain about it. Like you, you have choices. And there's this guy that was like threatening him or something. It's like, well, you, I think he's a teenager. Go to the police. <laughs> like, what do you mean? So for me, I just feel like they made it seem like there was this big issue. And it's like, no, man, you're the issue. Like, these are your choices. But I do at least want to say for listeners, we, I'm assuming we're probably going to say some spoilers here, but there really isn't anything with this story that's like, oh, man, I can't believe I missed this part of the story. So I, I'm just going to at least warn you, if you are very sensitive to the story, you might want to fast forward a little bit, but there really isn't much. So, Okay. So I, I'm going to jump in here because here's the thing. <laughs> I already, I already said this. I don't even disagree with you, Liz. However, if we're going to talk about him dressing, singing, acting, yada, 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 all these things like him, I could be wrong, but I think that's sort of the point of the story is that your character is sort of railroaded into this life. Like, Yes, you want to be a musician, but everyone just goes, oh, you're a musician. You have to follow in your uncle's footsteps. He was, you're in this tiny little town in the middle of Colorado. It's the only good thing that's ever come out of this town. And now they have a chance to like relive that glory. They're just shoving it down his throat. Like you have to do this. You're the next great thing. So I think he feels pressured to do that. And yes, he does want the fame and fortune, but I also don't think he ever really has the vibe of like, I need to be the greatest there ever was. He just wants to follow his passion. So that's, no, that's I where I disagree like with you on that. For me, like when you're playing it, you actually like do have little prompts of like what you can say, which some of them which are was so arrogant. And it was also pointless. But yeah. But then uh, towards the end of the story, he is so into himself. He has such a big ego. And so for me, I have to disagree with you on that. Like I think he was, I mean, he's talking about like he's too big for this town and he's, he literally calls himself the best in the universe. How many billions of people are there in the world? And then you're going to expand to the universe. It's like, dude, you know, like five chords, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I just, for me, it that was like true. the folk ego of it too. Of like he learned in folk music and folk music. Well, I'm talking like just... you're playing it, but oh. 99% of the time you're just walking and holding X. So it's really yeah. one chord, <laughs> but it's just like, and for me, it's like, I love music. I love art. I love movies and TV. And I think that's great, you know, but they have this epic music that they're playing when he's on his way in the adventure. And it makes it seem like you're on a way to a battle. And I just like couldn't think something about how like ridiculous it is. It's like, you're not a firefighter rescuing people from burning buildings. You're going to a concert. And so for <laughs> me, I just felt like there was this like whole seriousness of it. And it just, I, I, for me, I didn't get it. And I also, I will say, I am very lucky that I never had like, I mean, there were no expectations of me when I was growing up. I didn't have people like, oh, you need to be a doctor. You need to be this. So I, I feel like I've always had the mentality too because I grew up like poor in like a really rich city. Like I, I don't have to prove myself to anybody. I've never felt like that. And so for me, I guess maybe I also just don't relate to that character on that level because I, for me, it's just like, I don't. I, I haven't experienced it, so I will give the character that. But that doesn't explain his, like, narcissism. So I have a question. I feel like this is such a typical Hollywood trope of, you know, my dad was so-and-so or my family so-and-so, and so I have to do this thing. And I hate my life because I have to be this thing, blah, blah, blah. Have you guys ever met anyone in this situation? 
if anything, I feel like I always meet people that are excited for it. Hey, my dad built this, you know, million dollar company and I get to inherit it. He did all the blood, sweat and tears and work. And I just get to reap the benefits. Like anybody I met who is doing these things is super excited because the parents paved the way for them. And all well, they have the to do opposite. is basically They know appear. the pitfalls of their careers, especially in the entertainment industry. There's so many that are like, yeah, I really don't want my kid to get in this. And so for me, like Even in music, people are still like that. They're still like, cool. My dad's, you know, Will Smith. I'm going to create terrible music and still make millions of dollars. <laughs> true. It's true. But no one's ever like, oh, you know, like you don't hear of like people being like, oh, Elvis Presley's kids. You got to be just like Elvis. Like, no, That's they still just I'm wondering the money. how much of this is on himself and on how much he wants. No, I well, think there's for me, like, do the, does the mom or the grandmother, like they don't show them putting that pressure on him. That's true. And so for me, I also feel like the story is kind of lacking in that sense where it's like, where is this coming? You got the guy threatening him, but it, they don't seem like the very small segments that you see with his family. I don't get that sense that they're, they're putting it on him. So I don't, I don't get where that comes from. No, I think his family is fully supportive of him as a person. I don't think that they're the ones pushing him. I think it's this tiny little podunk town in the middle of Colorado that, as I said, never had anything good happen to it except for this one thing. And now they have a shot at round two. So they're the ones that are like, you've got to do this, kid. You've got to be your uncle. It's unacceptable if you don't you know, carry on his tradition. Um, but, uh, but also to answer your question, Andrew, I can tell you that, no, I, I've never been in that situation because I don't know any successful people. Like, you guys are my friends. <laughs> so I think that tells you a lot about it. <laughs> hey. I, I'm a host of a semi-popular <laughs> podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> but no, but in all seriousness, <laughs> though, it is, I think it happens in music and I think it happens in sports. And, and you see it, I think you see it more in sports. I think just like, Hey, Patrick Mahomes, is it him? Yeah. They never stop talking about his dad played baseball. His dad played baseball. Like all that you will ever be. If your parent was successful at something like sports or music, if you do anything remotely close to it, you're never going to be compared to anything other than them. And you're just always going to, I don't want to say ride their coattails, but pe- people are just expecting you to be them. And it's, then why it do it? I don't know. Cause that, maybe he still has a passion for it. Cause just because people are jerks about it doesn't mean he can't be passionate about music. Like, but he, out of all the careers that you can do. So, and also with like his, like just wanting fame and to be the best, it's like, where does that come from? Why can't you like, so the, the, the small percentage of like a chance that he would want just randomly like the same profession. It's like, if you don't want to be compared, like why do it? Liz, I just feel like it's like, they just want to complain. Liz, I, I didn't <laughs> think you were going to do this to me. <laughs> You're going to turn this into a game for me because I just, it, it, this is like the opposite of carrying and that I was like, Andrew, you can give me a chance to dislike this game. Liz is going to be like, nope, I'm, I'm, on, I'm all in on this game. This is game of the year for me by the end of this episode, I think, <laughs> because, because Liz, but I just, I say one thing. Oh, go ahead. No. One thing I think is kind of also weird about the story. Why did they make it your uncle being the famous person? So your uncle and your father die in a car accident. You literally hear nothing about your father. Everyone like could care less about your father. Like, it's just weird. It's kind of a weird, I thought it was a weird story choice that they were like, it's the uncle that's popular. Like, why don't they just make it your father? I think. Because I feel like it would make it a little more understandable because who's ever heard of the, un- the, the nephew of someone famous, like following in their uncle's footsteps. Again, like, in a podunk town of 150 people, a lot <laughs> of them. And two, I think, I could be wrong, but I actually thought that that was like part of the motivation behind the storyline of where, yes, he wanted to do music. He wants to be passionate about his, his art and his craft, but he doesn't, it's his uncle. It's like, if it was his dad, I think then it would have been a harder to be like, oh, you don't even want to like do what your dad did, but to be like, everyone wants you to be like your uncle and forgets about your dad. Like, think of where you'd, how you'd feel about that. Like, you're like, no, my dad was my dad. I don't, yeah, my uncle was great. But I miss my dad and nobody gives a crap about him because he didn't sing. Yeah. So, th- so do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think that's part of your character's drive to be like, I don't want to be my uncle. Like, I want to be me. I want to be representative of who I am because like, that's, you know, what's been forgotten, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But that's also, that's what can, one of my complaints with a little bit of the story is like, like your character doesn't even seem like he misses his dad. Like, and that's what I, I, I felt like it would have been nice to really have, like Liz was saying, more of a family dynamic. Like you literally only have a few dialogue with your grandmother and your mother. I thought and it was like, your aunt. Because I don't know, she looks pretty old. No, I guess she's a good could, point. It probably is in the aunt. Yeah, because at the beginning of the game, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna look just like him on stage, like all like 
heart and googly eyed as she says it because she's like uh, she's got dementia and yeah so she's like yeah i just want to see my you know my husband basically which is weird because you're her nephew and she's like hey baby <laughs> you look you look like my husband and i like that that is kind of weird I, so one <laughs> I thing didn't think about that i didn't that think I'm, of it until right now Sorry, one thing I want to bring up is that when I was playing this, like before the ending, because you, you can pick like a, a kind of like a story. So like, do you guys remember that? There's like three stories, like yes. something being put in the water and things like that. So when this all started happening, my first thought was like, is this like some kind of trip? Like the, the story that I, I, that I picked or like maybe it's a dream or something. But well, can I can I say that it's not a dream? Yeah, I already warned that there were spoilers. Oh, okay. And so then, like, at the end, it's supposed to be real. And so for me, I just, I, I was really surprised by that. I thought this was just um, going to be, like, a, a dream or something. I thought so, too, yeah. Or some kind, one of the weird stories that they make I, you pick. I don't, I don't know if this is above our uh, rating level or not, but here's my thing. I still don't think it, I don't think it really happened. I still think that that's baloney. Listen. He comes home. His mom's like, hey, we got enchiladas for dinner. He goes up into his tiny little secluded room and just passes out at like 7 o'clock and then goes into this crazy fantasy world. No, no. That is drugs, my friend. That is, oh, yeah. That is there not... There were mushrooms in the, yes. the whatever, like dream, I guess we'll call it, because we're not sure <laughs> if it's real. There was also some oddly designed creatures. I don't, uh, I don't know how oh, to yeah. say that in a... In a Good. Oh no! I'm, I'm and I'm, I'm, and I'm jumping ahead of on that, but <laughs> I, I know I'm jumping a little ahead, and so we, we can get to that more. But there is <laughs> there is a lot of a lot of uh, decisions made in this game that kind of made me scratch my head. But no, you can't you can't convince me that this isn't drugs. This kid passed up enchiladas because he went up and he <laughs> and he got. Oh, if you're on drugs, don't you want enchiladas? That's why Taco Bell has most of his business. Not psychedelics. Psychedelics don't oh, okay. make you want to eat. They make you want to, you know, have crazy fantasies about going into the outer realms of the universe and jamming with aliens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So if this was all a dream and imagine if he missed the concert and he woke up thinking that he was the best in the universe. And he when really, awful. <laughs> he just goes up gosh. there and just. Could you imagine if they just gave this like a sixth sense twist at the end? And like you have this whole epic ending and then it just cuts to reality and everyone's like, what is happening? You're just covered what? in dirt. <laughs> yeah. He's it's always like, sunny that episode. Oh my god! You're just gonna giant stick in your hand, strumming away at nothing. <laughs> you find out you've just been homeless this entire time, jamming on the corner of a street. <laughs> oh my god! This could have been such a better game with just five extra minutes of story. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, I did want to ask you guys. So obviously I had opinions on the main character. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think of Violetta and Lightman? I mean, Lightman was Carl Weathers, so I was all in on that. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. How do you like what they did to his character, though? That was weird. I liked it. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was okay. I thought it, I thought it was fitting. You go first, no, Andrew. It was fitting. I mean, I, I don't know. It, I thought it was a little bit weird. Because he's trying to like regain the fame that he had before, right? That's kind of like he wants to, yeah. to be big again kind of and, thing. So once again, this is he's another reason why I wish there was more story. So the character Violetta knows him. Every, he's always like, I'm light man, I'm light man. And, you know, he's infamous. You know, he has signs everywhere. People know of him. Like, he, he has a planet basically dedicated to him. But Violetta always calls him Mark. So she, like, knows him personally. And it's like, well, who is this guy? Like, what's, what's up with him? They really kind of, he's just very vague. I mean, Andrew, you said something interesting to me. You said that you weren't sure if the story is really about like the main character, if it was really about Violetta. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more about Violetta because even at the end, when you win the big concert, the person's like, yeah, you know, your music was good, but what was amazing was the lights and it was all about her and how great her lights were, which is also weird because that character, she was also really, she was just an it's enigma. Kind of like the cliche snarky friend. Oh yeah, the snarky girl, the rebellious teenager. And she was like, I also think it's weird, like the morality things in this game too, where it's like she's stealing. It's like, oh, no big deal. It's like, no, that's a crummy thing to do. I know. See, I kind of thought of especially it, before a concert, like the side characters in a game like Celeste. Like your main character was the main character of the story, but throughout it, you meet all these different characters that all have their own different, you know, 
their own stories going on, their own worlds, their their own struggles that they're dealing with. Violetta was she wasn't comfortable, you know, letting people know that she was as good as she was. She was like very shy about it. She was very reserved because I don't think she was confident enough about it. Lightman was an arrogant jerk and ultimately almost ended everyone because of his own, you know, kind of personal need to be the greatest and like he couldn't relinquish all of that. And then your character you were passionate about music. You didn't care about being the best. You just didn't want to do the things you, like everyone told you you had to do. You just wanted to do the thing that made you happy, which was play terrible music. And so like by the <laughs> hey, end, folk music's you, not bad. I know I wasn't talking about the folk music. I was talking about the, oh, the, oh. the butt rock that you play throughout the entire game. So <laughs> I'm just, but it, it's like, they all had their own different thing. And I think your character was just the reason they're the main character is purely because you're the thread that ties all of these stories together. Your uncle played with Lightman. I do agree with you. I wish I knew more about why he's Mark and not Lightman or is Lightman and not Mark. That would have been an interesting story to go into, but all in all, I don't know. I, I think you, your character is the main just to tie all of those different stories. And all in all, this game is about like, like, I don't know, being comfortable with yourself. I think is like the overall story of this game. See, I, I disagree with you like a little <laughs> small thing. So I think that Violetta has more confidence because she is proud enough in herself that she doesn't need to boast. Like the main character is all about, look at me, look at me. I'm the best in the universe. Look at me. And she's just like, no, I got a helmet over my head. I don't care what people think about me. I know I'm the best. Like I don't, I don't need to flaunt it. So for me, I think that she was the better character with that. Like, she doesn't need fame. She doesn't need people to, like, validate her. She, like, she knows herself. And then I also think, too, like, with Lightman, it's weird that he, the, the thing that he does, which is, like, risks everybody's life, it's like, how do they make a character, like, so lighthearted and, and lovable and then just be like, no, no, he doesn't care about the lives of any of these people. It's like, whoa, where did that come from? I... I thought of something. Your character is Slipknot. Because they were a bunch of like nerdy, skinny guys, and everyone's like, you can't play heavy metal. And they were like, all right, let's throw on these ridiculous masks. We are Slipknot. That's what your character does. <laughs> He's this nerdy little folk singer. And it's like, you can't be like that. So he gets all crazy, and then he just believes that he is this crazy thing, and he makes it happen because that's what he wants to do. You, you've solved the game, Keith. I did. The, our full escape is Slipknot. Game game over. And all right, I don't know if you guys were constantly getting the same vibe from me. I was getting a lot of Always Sunny in Philadelphia in this game. Uh, you know, when Dennis and Charlie tried to, what was their band name? Electric Dream or something like that. Because I'm pretty sure your character could wear that same leotard. And then Light Man, I'm assuming they originally wanted to call him Day Man. But they were like, no, that's too close. What else can we do? Light Man. And I, just thought, oh. I don't know. There were some things about this. I was like, it's but you know what? Like so one thing that I wish they did was add more humor in it. Cause every yeah. once in a while. So there's a, a character that's like, I forget what he is. Like a, he's some type of animal and he's super cute. And then he has this like oh deep voice and it's just like, Holy smokes. I've seen that in other things. It's not new, but I thought it was really funny. And every once in a while, they'll, something funny would happen in the game. And I'd be like, it needs more of this. The entire game. I was just like, thinking add more humor add more humor so i, I kind of wish it went in that direction where it leaned into it oh uh, yeah so i guess we should actually warn our listeners here for an audio warning uh so this <laughs> game has really good music so if you're someone like me i was wearing headphones this is oh music. wait so and you guys are just this, with each other and not me this is gonna be great and then when you get this moment like liz is saying you know i was enjoying the music my audio is probably a little <laughs> loud and then this character out of no warning speaks and it is incredibly loud I did not care for that. I no. wasn't listening to headphones. I told Angela, I was like, something real funny is going to come up. Let me know when you get to it. And you I knew remember. visually when it happened. Yeah, he spoke and I was like, my God. I was like, I need to take Wait, my headphones off. When you first heard it, because I, I wasn't there. Were you at work? Were no, you at no, home? No, I was here. I was oh, okay. So if you, if you come across a creature, uh, an old lady, and she has this four-legged plant-looking dog... I thought it was Be more careful. of a deer. Wanna, maybe. Some four-legged creature in yeah. a flying vehicle. You might want to turn down your audio just a little bit. It, it only speaks like three or four times, but that's, that's an audio warning for you people. Hmm. Uh, but I want to get into my main issue with the Artful Escape, and that is the gameplay. 
So if, when you're playing the Artful Escape, you can very much tell what this game is inspired by. It's, I don't know uh, if you guys have ever been to I've been to a couple. Uh, they're, it's, it's a space rock opera is what this game is. So it has a lot of kind of lasers, wacky creatures, crazy planets, great landscapes, stuff like that. Like I've been to a couple like rock opera laser shows and they were a lot of fun. Like I went to one with Queen and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I, you could see the game was trying to go for that. And for the most part, it does a decent job. But the gameplay for me was just so boring. At one point, I actually fell asleep. <laughs> Granted, it's not so much the game's fault. I just came from my third day work in a row, and I was exhausted. You know, didn't sleep much the past couple of days. So I, I, I snoozed a little bit until playing the game. But what I, playing this game, what I so badly wish this game had, I'm assuming you guys haven't played these games, but Rayman Legends had these special levels. Like, that was a 2D platformer game, but it had these musical levels where you're actually running and jumping, and while you're playing the game and doing it, it's playing a song. Like, they had one level level where it's uh, Black Betty, and it's so fun and so cool. If you haven't seen them, look them up on YouTube. They're amazing, and that's what I was hoping this game would be. You actually doing platforming stuff, jumping around, and the levels are evolving to the music and stuff like that. That would have been so awesome. Instead, this game is essentially, as Liz said, a walking simulator. You're holding X, and then you play Simon Says. And things That's like it. pop up too. So um, when you're walking by, the, the plants will like come alive and stuff by you holding X. And then you do jump every once in a while. You do like a double jump. I mean, you, that's... That's pretty much it. Yeah. So for me, it, and then at the beginning, they you have to do that for the entire town, and then you get an achievement. So I was like, do I always have to hold X? And so I found myself always like playing the music because I was like, I don't know if there's any more achievements based on that. Yeah, I yeah I was holding X just in case there was achievements. Because I, I was looking, I looked them up, and like it came up, all the achievements were secret at that point. I don't know if they all are or just that point that I got to in the game. Um, so I didn't know. I wasn't gonna Google it. No, there's um. I think that's the only area that you have to play the guitar the entire time. Other than there's like one, maybe two things that you might miss if you don't play the guitar the whole time, but they're so easy to go back and get if you want to get the achievements yeah. that, yeah, it's, I, I don't waste your time unless you just want to listen to it. it Cause my, one of my biggest issues with that is I would have been fine if it was this walk all the time, constantly hold X. If this music changed, it was the yeah. same five seconds of music on repeat for four hours of the game essentially if you did that the entire time like it's a short game so yeah it's not too waning on you but my goodness like it was just the same like i don't know how many chords but the same thing on loop 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 and it's it's draining after a while so i I highly recommend look up the achievement or don't even look at the achievement. just do it on the first down and then kind of do it sporadically from there and um, unless you're really into it, I guess, then by all means, you do you, boo. But <laughs> I, I I wish there was, like, different music you played. Like I mentioned earlier, like, it was a, a lesser version of Wander Song. Like, Wander Song had puzzles, too, in terms of, like, what music you had to play. You had to get certain things to, to bring to other areas. It, it was so much more dynamic while being so much more simple. And it, it was funny in that way to me. And and I, I, I agree with you, Andrew. Like, I, I wasn't even asking for anything that complicated but I would have loved something like that. Like really dive into the music. Like it, it just would have been, it would have been so much more fun. Cause honestly, yeah, it just got really boring. Or even if I could have failed the levels, I, I you know, it sucks sometimes to fail. But in this case, I wish I could have. It was just like, oh, you didn't hit the right notes. We'll do it again for infinity until you actually do it. There was no penalty, which to a certain extent, nice. But in a game like this, it, they just made it lack everything from a gameplay yeah. perspective. Like, It's very rare for me to be like, this game is 100% story, and that's actually what I like most about it. This is a very weird thing for me to say in a game. <laughs> See, I'm glad that there wasn't punishment for messing up because I, I just wanted the game to be over. <laughs> but I also wanted to ask, when you're running and you're holding X, um, I didn't bother trying but can you like hold y and not that that would really no, help because no. there's so few buttons <laughs> no but okay but speed or faster tip unless this was just all in my imagination jump and hold b and and like left or right you can con- yeah. you can constantly do this like sprint or this like slide jump and you can spam it and you go faster every time and yeah. you can be jumping over things and like it's just, it makes it a lot of fun. And actually, I, that's the one bit of praise I will give to this in terms of platforming. 
some of those little parts were fun. Where you're like going down these big hills, jumping. Yeah. Off. It's like those were kind of neat parts of the gameplay, but there wasn't enough of it. And and again, with I, I know you disagree, Liz, and I and, and I'll let you have your wrong opinion on this. But <laughs> without having any penalty system to it, like you fall in a hole and you just you start where you are, like it felt like it could have just done so much more. I Even if it was one of those things where you could have like a, hey, I want the experience of making this basically a walking simulator. And this part, I'm actually not insulting you on, Liz, but like what a lot of games are doing now, have these levels where like you can say, hey, I want the, I want the walking sim experience. I just want to experience the game. Or, hey, I want to make this more difficult. I want to fail. I want to, I want to struggle. I want to fight through this a little bit. I would have liked to have had that. So I, I will say that I never said I didn't want more gameplay. I just said that at that point, I just wanted it to be over with, so I'm glad that I didn't have to keep redoing it. Because I, I, I'm not good at, at that. I got a mind like a sieve. Like, I'm, I'm terrible at remembering the, the pattern. I would start it as it was going and hope for the best. <laughs> but as for, like, I, w- I do wish there, there was platforming. I do wish there were other things to do besides, like, holding X. So I do want the gameplay. Yeah. I just i am particularly bad at that thing, so why would I want to make the game longer, longer by doing that thing? I mean, this is why I fell asleep a little bit while playing the game because it's like no gameplay. I actually fell asleep while holding right, and I and I woke up a little bit later, and my character was still going. And I'm like, all right, we're still going with this. <laughs> game <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, all right, this is still happening. So I can maybe. So we'll probably get into a little bit later, uh, especially with one of our uh, listener reviews. I can maybe understand why they lacked a little bit in the gameplay department, but. For me, it just, that's where just, I really wanted more. If this game really incorporated the music rhythm with platforming, I think this game would be so cool. Um, but another key element that we kind of want to talk about a little bit of the story, you mentioned it a little bit, but there's like these customizations and choices you can do, like dialogue choices. I always made sure I picked the most like arrogant kind of jerky options. And there's literally, I didn't notice any difference. A lot of times people wouldn't even acknowledge what you were saying. So I hate when a game does this, when it kind of gives you fake choices of what you're talking. Yeah. Cause I never picked the arrogant choices and he still ended up yeah. acting like that at the end. So there really isn't. Which is kind of sad. It would be cool if there was maybe some replayability with this game to do different things because I think it's odd too. So as you're going, you're picking your character's persona, your, your clothing, your name. So that's the interest I did for us is what you got to pick. So I obviously went to the Poopsmith, you know, classic home star runner back in the day. Love it. And yeah, you could create your wardrobe and everything like that. Literally has zero effect to the gameplay or anything. It's just. I mean, you get an achievement for creating an outfit. Yeah, but you're forced into it. I don't, I think you could have skipped every single thing and then just gone to the end of that part and it probably would have given it to you. I also think it's weird that they had that you changing your outfit like near the end of the game. I think it fit. I, I, I do I, I do because I, I go back to your character sort of evolves throughout the game. And I think that's where you finally reach a point where you're like, no, I'm not just like doing this out of this necessity to survive because you just got thrown into this ridiculous world or you, you know, fell asleep into this regular world with quotes as I, as I said that. Um, I think it finally your character is like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm going to embrace this. And so you do this also you're told you have to otherwise they're going to laugh you out of the city so like you don't really have a choice <laughs> i feel like he devolves i don't think he gets better i don't i don't know he becomes more but confident I, and, and like comfortable with himself he's so no timid it's and like, not confidence Ugh. it's arrogance he thinks he's the best in the universe i 100 percent. that's disagree. not becoming better because that, it's, it's, a, it's you're a so full of yourself i stand behind eh. it. it's a persona it's it's a performance act he's a musician not every it, I go back to and, and like I was joking about it, but kind of like the Slipknot like they're they don't walk around with their demon masks all the time or whatever they wear like it's a performance it's a stage thing when they get off stage I don't know they're wearing jeans and a t-shirt and walking around being people but they have conversations that show that that is his new character so the way that he ta- he that he talks he he does think he's better and I don't think that's good he's not like on stage when he's making these comments so for me I I don't think it's a persona. I, I think it's who he becomes. I, I'm. I think I'm a little bit more with you, Keith, because also too, like when you you have a phrase of like, I played this and I came from this street or whatever. Like you obviously didn't. So I agree with Keith. I think it is more of a persona. Like you know, a lot even of when he's it. talking to Violetta alone. Yeah. 
that you talk to your friends in persona think about it well no but think about it like that's how actors do it they get they literally stay in a mindset of like I am Abraham Lincoln and they only talk this way even when cameras aren't rolling like they just but they don't do that to their friends I'd hope not they don't really like fight though do they method actors yeah so he's a, he's a method actor or method musician. Oh, but like, right. what I, I, and I don't know. It's weird because I guess I'm going to say, I don't know. Like what, at what point are you like super arrogant to her? Like, I, I guess I don't remember there being this point where I was just like, so like, wow, what a jerk. I, I thought. Yeah. Talk show. When you talk to star Gordon, I think his name yeah, is. Yeah. But that's your, you get put in this position where basically like you're, they, they think you are something. And if you're just like, hey, I'm from Earth, like that's how the, the whole sequence ends. They're like, hey, you're just an Earthling. And then it cuts out. I think like my the 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 biggest reason why I don't like this game is because it's everything that I don't like with like what our society is doing now with everybody wants to be famous and kindness is always looked down upon. You look at movies and TV shows and stuff now and people always make fun of the nice guy. You like to be like the snarky jerk is just so cool. And I feel like this is exactly, this is, this guy is what you see on TikTok <laughs> all the freaking time. I'm sick of looking at it. Instagram. Like he, like this game was like, I want to be Insta famous. Like it would be the same thing for me. It's like, I feel like this, I want to be the most famous person on Instagram. Like I'm just so tired of it. And <laughs> I really feel like it's just everywhere. It's like, why can't there just be like a nice guy? You know, so he brings folk music to the universe. So, Liz, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. I know, <laughs> I know that Andrew and I are just delightful. I, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's no way that you can spin that any other way. And so, I, I can't say that I don't understand that. But what are we doing this podcast for? <laughs> you, you just said to play video games. When Andrew and I started it, I mean, he's a hardcore gamer, and playing video games occasionally is something that like brought us closer like we would have like date nights and do it and stuff and this is just three friends talking about what we like which clearly isn't the artful escape (laughs) i'm not saying that everyone on instagram and tiktok is like arrogant and just like wants fame and stuff some people do it for fun some people do it as a job you know what i mean like if you if you work at starbucks you're not trying to be starbucks famous you're doing it as a starbucks job famous. yeah so but i mean what i mean is like people do things for different reasons and it's the, the reason that i think is important okay i have i i and not even i'm not even trying not even like making fun of you. i was just there's so many goofy things i have in my head that i'm just i'm gonna keep us on track go right ahead now. keith no go ahead go ahead keith no go I, ahead i was just I, it, it made me think about i there was a guy i worked with at an old job and i was watching a commercial one day and he was on it and i was like hey he's he's famous with that job so when you said starbucks famous it made me chuckle because like <laughs> i actually kind of had that happen except not to me well, personally another great example so there are actors who love to act they do stage they do small theater groups and stuff and they're big time actors. It's because they love what they do. You don't have to be in in like a movies to be an actor. Like you can do the smaller parts and still enjoy it and not have um, like popularity and stuff. I contest that's the whole point of your character, though. That's why you you transition into this like like Andrew said, like rock. What is it? Space rock opera person because Correct. that's what makes you happy that's what you want to do playing folk music doesn't make you happy that's what everybody wants you to do but you don't so you do this thing which would be this ridiculous space opera performer because it makes you happy so that, that that's where I, I contest that i can't wait till you guys disagree on music because i want to see if you guys are the same way with each other <laughs> that's all i'm saying we may Why are we never about music now we, we may never get music. to music at this rate i know we'll so keith back. what do you think about this butt rock that Andrew loves so much. I don't think it's butt rock. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I thought about that after I said it. I still don't really like the music because Andrew used like Queen as a reference as like kind of space rock opera, I guess. So if you're going to put like this sort of in the realm of Queen and I can hear that 80s hair guitar. So in that, I'm like, I guess it's not terrible. It's not something I would want to listen to. And I think mostly I was just annoyed by listening to the same five seconds of music on loop with your with your walking sim. But... I knew you were going to walk back. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. And <laughs> you can call me out on it because I, I was wrong on the butt rock. Butt rock is not this. Even if it's music I don't like, 
not everything I dislike is butt rock, but every butt rock is something that I dislike. So there's that. (laughs) It kind of, there was, I I don't know if it was like the X sequence. There was a a long riff that you hear over and over and over again. And it reminded me of a movie and I think it might be Lethal Weapon. It was like an 80s um, action movie. And it just reminded me of it. So that's kind of why I didn't really hate it that much. It was just like the same vibe. Yeah, right? And so for me, it's like we played a game and the music reminded me of Walker, Texas Ranger. And I'm like, I can't hate this. I'll listen to it all day. (laughs) And so, you know, you have like a a great... I haven't seen Lethal Weapon in like 10 years. That's why I I don't remember. But um, so for me, I actually was getting into it because it's like... Do you know what? Maybe this game is going to bring back rock music. I love rock music. I think it's really sad that it's kind of dead now except for like the amazing old bands but i'm hoping maybe people maybe more people should play this game and we'll get some more like rock bands so i actually enjoyed the music (laughs) don't get me wrong i i was like no thank you i'll stick with my emo no it's been purpose to listen to emo okay anyway uh so for me like to me, the music's very relaxing. Like, I enjoyed having headphones until the creature talked, but I enjoyed putting on my headphones and just, like, relaxing. Like, the music is really cool. It, it is relaxing, hence why it helped me go to sleep a little bit. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. I do agree. You are kind of strumming the same chords over and over again. But this game isn't too long. Do you wish there was singing? No. Because no. they, say, they say, like, he... He doesn't sing. And I thought it was an interesting choice. And then you don't have to sing in like a space rock opera. No, like this type of music is supposed to kind of convey a story with just how the music's playing. That's why I think it's kind of odd that it really kind of sounds the same. And there wasn't, this is why I wish the platforming in the levels showed more of what was going on. Like I said, it sometimes sounds like you're charging into battle, but there's nothing really epic going on. You're kind of seeing these cool landscapes and these it's wild It's epic creatures. for him though, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Voice acting is part of part of the music kind of thing, so I figured I'd just bring it up. Okay, fine. Because um, Carl Weathers, uh, Lena Headey, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, he's a great actor, Artemis, Pebdani, these are all like pretty well-known actors, and it's kind of awesome that they're all in this game. And the voice acting, I think, is phenomenal. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, they... they- they did good where 12 minutes failed. They got good yeah. voice acting and they made it sound like actual dialogue. So it, it flowed well, when it sounded good. So I, I really appreciated that. I will say that I wish that when the, it, the, it would stop when the character was actually done speaking. So like I found myself like kind of mashing a a lot because I wanted it to flow versus like, like if it would just pause, it sounded weird. So for me, I just wish that they had the actors say, like say like the whole line of dialogue instead of having it in bits. Yeah. And then sometimes the mouth didn't actually work with the words. But I do agree. I think that the voice acting was really good. That's just me being nitpicky. I just I wish that they completed the thought. It is something that I do agree with you. I think it would have felt a little better if if every dialogue that wasn't a choice you made just flowed. And you didn't yeah. have to hit like hit A through it, and then it would obviously pause when you had to make a decision. But up until that point, if it was just a, you know kind of three or four sentences back and forth or lines back and forth, yeah, I think it would have been awesome if it just kind of flowed through and you just watched it more than like interacted with it. It, it is very nitpicky. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree, but like sure. honestly, I I love the. I voice didn't say acting. very nitpicky. I just said nitpicky. There's one thing I I do remember that actually also really annoyed me with the audio. I hated every time your character warped. It did this weird psychedelic trip thing of like your glasses and then volume turning up. Like it was loud and it was, it was the same sequence over and over again. Cause it, drugs. And I did not like that sequence. I, I, that's all I have to say about it. Just drugs. <laughs> it, that, that's like every, that's like your stereotypical or cliche in a movie. They're like, yes. oh, yeah. you're, you're on drugs. Here's just a bunch of random things and it's loud and it doesn't make sense. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Cool. And yes, it, 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 I would have been fine with it if it did it like different things, if it wasn't the same one over and over again. So, yeah. So, you know, very nitpicky, Andrew, I agree. So getting to the graphics, uh, as I was kind of saying before, a little bit in the episode. So this game clearly, as we've been saying, looks like a giant drug trip. And I've always been curious, anytime there's like, a game like this, why are the creatures always so like buck wild? Like, hey, here's a creature with like 
eight eyeballs and four buttholes and then has like three legs with like hands coming out of its eyes. Like they're always like these really weird, obscure characters that literally have no way of existing. Like, I don't know. Like it has like no mouth or like its mouth is like in its stomach. I don't know. It's weird. But the creatures like, I don't know. They're, they're kind of, they were like, some of them were fun. Like some of the like little creatures, but I don't know. There was like, it always perplexes me. There's a As, big one with like a ton of eyes and it reminded me of like just like the worst spider. Was, yeah. And it wasn't a bad character, but it just like there's something about the eyeballs that I was just like Ugh. like it gave me a re- which any I feel like any reaction is like a good reaction, but like yeah, I thought that was interesting. No, I I think as a whole I really liked the the character models because there was really just about everything was unique. So I thought that was cool. You didn't see a lot of just like the same critters on every section of the planet, different planets yeah. you went to. Like all the biomes were different. Everything was unique. And you're right. Yeah, they're, I, I don't know, some of them. And again, some of them I, I didn't think were just weird. I thought they were, um, they just looked like items that <laughs> that I, I won't name on this podcast. But <laughs> but that, you know, I, there was just, there was certain weird things. But I thought the coolest were like those giant, like Hulk, like in, and not one in particular, but like throughout the different biomes of like big hulking creatures that'd be in like the background. And as you played, like that was one of the biggest reasons I liked playing oh, the yeah. music because I just liked how like watching the landscape just move and like grow. And I thought that was a really cool like visual to the game that I, I really enjoyed. And it was the only thing that kept me in with the music as a whole. Oh yeah, I agree. That that was really cool. Yeah. So I, I, I as a whole I really like that. There's something about the graphics that I can't really put my thumb on because they they weren't incredible by any means, but they were really good. Yeah. In a cartoony way. It and there was weird aspects like the very opening scene of the game. You're on this little cliff and there's the rocks are super detailed and they actually look very realistic, but you in the rest of the environment are kind of slightly cartoony like, do you know what i'm saying like yeah like, no it's weird it, it, it almost seems like everything's kind of like like paper like made out of paper kind of yeah i can see that and i don't know but the details and the colors are how well it's blending together yeah i really like the graphics i feel like for me the the one d- downside of the graphics is when it came to the the background if it was taking up the majority of the screen. There wasn't a lot of detail. Like when you had just like this big, like mountain formation and it was just all kind of purple. <laughs> um, but everything else was amazing detail and stuff. For, so for me, I just wish they did a little bit more with the background. If it was going to be such a big part of the picture. Yeah. I understand some of the scenes you're talking about, but overall I thought they were good. Cause it showed, conveyed. No, really I'm not cool talking with like the, ga- like the galaxy and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm more talking about just like, the rocks, like when there was like the big, um, like mountain formations. So. Right. so for me, like, I, I think they did a good job with the sky and all the details in the front. I just think every once in a while there would just be this, like this big purple rock that didn't have any detail. And I was just like, wish that wasn't there. <laughs> Boy, <I wish laughs> but overall, <laughs> I, I really did like the graphics. I like that. The colors were amazing. Oh yeah. This game has an amazing color palette, but of course, if you were listening to this, another thing I will absolutely praise the Artful Escape for the achievements, this game is 100% for achievement hunters. You're looking at about four and a half hours of gameplay. That's generally the average. You know, Some people clocked at three hours, 30 minutes, some five hours. But yeah, you're looking like four and a half. And this game has chapter select. So there's about five missable achievements. But you can easily chapter select, go to that area, boom, knock it out. I think I was missing maybe three. I was in the high 800s. And I didn't... And that... I wasn't like actually like looking for the achievements. I got them all just naturally. Yeah, there so was, I think that's awesome. I yeah, I, I actually only think honestly there was two of them that were missable, Andrew, and I think it was the two that were not secrets: the the snowman and the arch one. Or no, the nope. arch is is a secret one, but that one's missable. No, I, I didn't get the snowman one. I didn't get that one. I looked up. They said there's five. Yeah, oh. there's the snowman. There's painting the town. Oh yeah. There's uh, the archway. Yep. There's. I'm drawing a blank on them now. Yeah, the snowman and the archer are the only two I missed, and that's why I think I was thinking about that. Yeah, but either way, like, unfortunately, majority, this is the one thing that kind of stinks, majority of the achievements are sacred achievements, but if you pull them up, as Liz said, you could just play through the game, miss the ones you missed, and they're easy to just quickly jump back and quickly gather. Not that hard. Yeah. I have a quick question, because I think we're done with achievements, because, I mean, it's a a pretty straightforward in this one. You just kind (laughs) of get them. 
I got a thousand. Andrew got a thousand. Liz, you said you got eight hundred. So yeah, uh, high eight hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which so, is amazing for me. <laughs> so achievements, definite plus. But I do have one one question as in another thing. Did you guys run into any glitches in this game? I want to say I did, but I don't think I did. No. There's. I don't think so. One in particular, and and it's completely avoidable. And I ran into it by mistake. So there's like one part you're jumping on. I think it's like the little, um, I don't know, if, sorry, musicians out there, but the little like pedals on like a trumpet or something, you know, it's like the little, or valves oh, yeah, they yeah. push down. I think valves is the right term. Um, there's like those little things and you're, you're platforming across them and you can, you can do your little like guitar slam. And there's one of them in particular, you do that. And all of a sudden it teleports you like forward in the map. Like you start flying at the screen and you <laughs> land on one of those platforms that you're supposed to like Y smash into and yeah. this big blue beam comes shooting out of it because later in the level you run into these things, you activate these blue beams and you float away into them. And then if you just move off it slightly or like try to jump, it just starts sending you all the way back to where you came, but you just fall halfway through. I tried it like five times in a row because it's like, am I like, I thought it was crazy. I was like, there's got to be some cool secret I found here. I'm pretty sure it's just a bug. <laughs> <laughs> I took. I actually took. I don't know. It kind of the way you're describing it, it sounds like an Easter egg. I t- I took a clip of it. I I might maybe I'll go back and try because I think at that point I hadn't discovered that you have to like do the meatily meatily knees to to fly in the blue beams. <laughs> so I didn't try that. Maybe it works if you do. But I took a clip of it. I'll, I'll post it on like our Twitter or something. But I was like, did I find a a, a secret or a bug? I I'm pretty sure it was a bug because you just die every time you try to go back from there. I, what you were just saying, remind, I don't know why it reminded me of this, but um, did you guys like those like sequences when you're going to like another planet or you're teleported somewhere and there's an alarm and that your face is like... Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. When I talked about the audio thing, that also kind of annoyed me. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> it's okay. The way that you described it, I didn't understand. <laughs> okay. But did you like the visuals, what I'm asking? No, no. I, I did it first, but then it got really annoying because it was the same yeah. sequence over and over again. I think it only happened like, what, like four or five times? Maybe. But it's like the first Maybe. time you see it, you're like, oh, that's kind of neat because drugs. Yeah. And then after that, <laughs> you're just like, okay, it's the same thing over and over again. I feel like it's like, I, like, I like the quirky and the funny elements. Whenever I saw it, I'd get excited because I, I just wanted more quirkiness and more, more humor. So I don't know. I liked it. I was also waiting for like Jack Black to appear. I, <laughs> I, else? I was too. Again. <laughs> Could have been such a better game with one small thing. I, I love that idea, Liz, and I agree with you. I fully agree, because we just played Psychonauts, and Psychonauts had a level very much like this. And he, Yeah, he's been in the other rock game, too. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, that would have been perfect. Really and cool. that's like Jack Black's style of music, too. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Big, big miss here. Beethoven and Dinosaur. So getting into our final thoughts here. Um, so for me, the Artful Escape... It's a very relaxing game. This is this is definitely the definition of a palate cleanser. Like this is it does not take much thought. Put on a pair of headphones, sit, relax, enjoy the visuals, listen to the music. But the story for me just was very lackluster. Gameplay was very lackluster. But the game just excels very well with just the visuals and the audio. So if this is something you're just looking where you literally have to put almost zero thought into gameplay, this is right up your alley. It's just it was it was it was just a fine. It was four and a half hours. Dinner where it stays welcome. I think I enjoyed my time with this. Then carry on because, you know, I I wasn't lost and I just kept going right. That's it. Just keep going right. And there you go. You beat the game. So, it was a nice fine experience. But as Keith said, like if you wanted a more fun musical game, Monsterstein just did kind of a better job with some of the elements I wish this game had, or Rayman Legends when you know the platforming musical levels. It was a lot of fun. I think I'm going to give it a 73. Okay. Okay. So I think I did it. I think I talked myself into this being a like, eh, <laughs> game. Still not a, a, a comfortable or a strong game by any means. But I, I think I agree with Andrew. It's it's so short. And it while there are parts I find repetitive and a little bit kind of grading it's it doesn't overstay its welcome it's awesome for achievements the music is it's all right at at worst unless you just really really hate the style of music i guess um yeah 
but it just it didn't do anything for me that makes me excited or that I would ever go recommend it. I I think it's off Game Pass now, but we've talked about it. If you wanted this style of game, I would say go play Wandersong. It's it's so much different. They're completely different in the story in so many different ways, but it's just it's a better game with the same concept. And so I can't I can't go away from that. And so I I don't think I think I'm going to pull out an an old favorite here. I'm going to give this game a 69 cuz it's just nice. Um <laughs> So this is, like I said at the beginning, there was one other game that really just rubbed me the wrong way, and uh, it, this reminds me of it, and I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> you talking about Carry On? Uh, no, the game that, um, the the old guy that he leaves his family. Oh, Old Man in old the Sea? Oh, Old Man yeah. Journey. Oh, jeez. Yeah, whatever that was. Let's not yeah. talk about that game again. <laughs> That's what I said, the game that must not be named. And um, I kind of just felt the same way. Just like there's something about this guy. I don't know. And so, um, but yeah, I really, like the gameplay, there, there wasn't a lot that I really loved about it. The, the graphics and the music, they got me a little bit. I like, I like those quite a bit. Uh, 55. And then, oh, and then just what? carries on. the lowest you've ever done. No, no, it's not. Ashen got lower. Oh, that's um, I think Alien Isolation, we all gave it super low. Like you, you gave I gave it, it like a 70. But you guys, gave, I think, gave it like a 40. Yeah. No, there's, been, there's been other games. For that's me, right. though, like, it sounds bad, but it's like there really wasn't gameplay. I didn't like the story. And that's, that's like just my opinion. Like I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that I didn't like it. Um, and for me, it just like, and then we also talked about how like the music kept repeating. There wasn't any like new yeah. fresh stuff. Oh, I see. I think 55 is respectable. I'm not saying I, like, I, I think it's a fine score. I thought it was just funny yeah. how you did it. You're like 55 anyways. Yeah. Cause <laughs> so you're usually like, I feel so bad. Yeah. People worked on this. Like, ah, uh, and you normally give extra points. Yeah. You just had a lot of actors. You usually give bonus points for actors. I did like some of them, but then you also have like this theme of like nepotism and fame and all like this stuff. And then it's just like, that's, no, that's kind of weird I'm, to me. I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong. I was say, surprised. I, I, to be clear, I'm not, I'm not saying like you, you gave it a bad score. I just thought it was funny how you delivered it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, cause I, I, I never feel good giving bad scores cause I, I don't think they did a bad job. It's just not for me. Or what I want. <laughs> Looking at Metacritic, uh, Xbox One, 80 and 8.1. Xbox Series X, 81 and 7.6. And what I thought was interesting, looking at the reviews, there are a lot of people that love this game, which I said at the beginning, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get so hated for this. And um, <laughs> But I felt like a lot of the negative reviews, usually it's like, zero, this game sucks. It was actually like people like being really respectful towards the game. Like uh, threes, fours, five, sixes. I don't think I saw any zeros. And so I thought it was really interesting um, looking at the reviews. But something did write in. This makes me feel even more bad. Um, <laughs> Andrew, do you want to read it? Sure. So Javier from Nerd Talk Plus, he gave us a review that we could read here on the podcast. So he said, The Art for Escape was a great game. I didn't even install my own console. Instead, one of my co-hosts installed it, and I never paid any mind. Then I took some mushrooms and started playing to try to get out of my bad trip and found not only a wonderful semi-interactive story that's colorful and imaginative, but also got a positive message about finding who you are in the world and understanding it doesn't always have to make sense. I give the Artful Escape a 90 out of 100. Metaphors, man. Stay weird. And this just shows like how people can interpret a game so differently. Well, I, how... I definitely do feel like this game was designed to be taken with some sort of psychedelics. <laughs> and I think that's why the gameplay was so easy, because if you have crazy platforming, there's no way you could be able to progress in this game. Do you know a lot about psychedelics? <laughs> no. As someone who has never taken them, that's probably why I, didn't, I was kind of like, eh, about it. But I do feel like this game kind of was designed for psychedelics. As most rock opera, and we're not telling you to take psychedelics. Oh yes, thank you. Yes, don't, I am. don't do drugs. <laughs> I mean, no, don't. But anyway, that's ah, kind of unfortunate. Our silent co-host. I don't know why we call him the silent co-host because he's very loud. He is. He is not true. silent he, at all. He was not on there. I don't think he's played it yet. Uh, they but might not. Maybe they don't have it translated for French, which I'm surprised didn't uh, just garnered an immediate zero. Not available oh, in true. French. Zero. 
I mean, I feel like whenever there's like super colorful, bold games, he always makes comments about like a 16 color mm-hmm. palette. So I feel like he really wouldn't like this game. Wait, why don't we call him the poop smith? Because he literally uses the word turd in every review. Oh, that's, we'll, that's a thought. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that one because I, I like Poop okay. Smith. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I like him too. I don't know. All right. So we're going to wrap up here. Thank you all so much for joining us. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. If you have any game su- uh, suggestions, which we do have a couple coming up. We, me and Liz have just been a little busy, so we haven't been able to get to them. But we do have some listener picks coming up. We haven't forgotten you people. Don't worry. It's coming around. Uh, but we would love to hear some game suggestions. You can email us at gamepassgrabback at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GBGBpod. And we're also on Twitter at GBGBpod. We would love to hear from you. Love to have you say hello. Uh, we will be posting games that we are playing in the upcoming week. We would love to hear if you've played it. Write a review. Or even not. You could just be someone who didn't play it, but be like, this game looks like crap. You know what? We'll probably even read it on the podcast. So come on by and join. We'd love to hear from you. And... That's it. Keith, go. Um, yeah, I'm here. I've been me. Uh, still still accepting any and all Keith reviews. If anybody else wants to tell me how great I am, the inbox is open. <laughs> uh, GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. GPGBpod on Twitter. I think Andrew said all of these things. Hashtag yeah. Keith reviews. All of them will be read on the, on the podcast. Uh, keep it clean, people. No, don't. I'm not going to read curses on, I'm, <laughs> I'm not reading curses on this podcast, Andrew. I don't say potty okay. words. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> That's Liz's <laughs> job. <laughs> I did it one time. And I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag. Come on, I'm Dean. I'm on Twitter. I was Noob Noob Izzy W. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. See you again next week. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.